0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Munden. For those of you guys who are new here, some quick links to reference are my Patreon, where you can sign up for as little as $1 a month for exclusive podcast episodes. Just Google search Forrest Munden and Patreon, it'll pop right up. Secondly, I have my Instagram, which is Munden, M-U-N-D-E-N underscore Forrest with two R's. Also, you can follow me there. My podcast is available on all platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google, everything. Check it out. Glad to have you here. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders podcast. I just published the choosing your realities and um, feeling your way through the universe episode Uh, that should be live on all platforms iTunes, Spotify, and even Audible. Most of you guys don't know that I'm actually on Audible. Um, Didn't even know that I could be on there until Podbean offered me that opportunity. But I'm going to be talking a little slower today. Um, My throat is killing me. I got a nasty head cold. I got a headache. You know, my eyes are like droopy and tired. I got a sore throat. And this usually happens after I get back from traveling abroad, just because you're like in the city and you're around so many. it's, It's honestly inevitable. Like when I don't get sick, when I travel... It's it's pretty shocking, you know, especially since you're when you go abroad, you're introduced to like new flus and bacteria and germs and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm gonna just sweat this one out today. Uh, but yeah, so this episode is gonna be an interesting one, uh, probably pretty quick. It's about cinema, it's about movies, and why movies actually matter when it comes to culture and when it comes to like your your perception of the world. I could tell a lot about a man by the types of movies that he actually watches. Not only that, I could tell a lot about a culture by the types of movies it actually produces. Um, So yeah, sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this one. Now, I have noticed this recent phenomena over the last I want to say like five years of movie going. Um, where they have been complete and total freaking garbage. My dad and I actually used to go to the movies before, you know, everything shut down because of this pandemic. We used to go to the movies like, what, maybe once a week? Once every couple weeks? We'd go to the movies all the time, like, randomly. We'd just be chilling there, oh, I want to go to the movies? Yeah, sure. We'd see, like, whatever was out. And and I've noticed that there is absolutely no story storytelling anymore. Every movie is exactly the same. One, because... What the movie industry is owned by? How many companies now? Like three. So you got like Disney. Um, I I don't even know. Like they all Disney bought everything now. So I'm just gonna say Disney. All you're watching is Disney movies. And then you have like outstanding. You're like you have outliers where you have like Dunkirk and you know the Green Knight that aren't Disney related movies. But either way, it doesn't matter. Everything is the same freaking cookie cookie cutter movie now. Where it's just superhero, you know, gets powers and then he has to learn how to use these powers and then he gets challenged and then, you know, it's typical like trash version of the hero's journey and um, it's just a franchise, it's just a giant franchise and I look at these, I actually started going back and looking at older movies and um, watching movies from like the early 2000s and stuff like that, and even like the the 80s and 90s. And the movies were so good because they couldn't fully rely on CGI, like special effects and stuff like that, and, and sound engineering in order to carry their way through the movie. They had to rely on storytelling. I have not seen a single movie within the last like three or four years that actually told a really, really good story. Now, yeah, of course, there's been a few... Uh, movies like The Green Knight or Dunkirk or like that's the only ones that I can think of that have actually kind of impressed me over the last few years. But for the most part, it's just been the same fucking movie every time. Like the movies are such soy now. It's I, I don't even enjoy going to the movies anymore. So why do movies actually matter? Well, they matter because we are creatures of oral mythologies which means that we tell stories around the campfires in order to help us understand the world right so at one point in time your ancestors my ancestors sat around the campfire and we told uh, stories about the universe how it was created these different gods these different beings and stuff like that we created these images within our heads to help us kind of understand and on a very basic level because you know a few hundred years ago we had no scientific tools for like understanding and and reasoning and logic, you know, logically executing ourselves. You know, everything's like, like I always say, everything's explained away in science now. So it's like we had to create these stories to help inspire us, to help motivate us, to help keep us going. And it it all took place around the campfire. And of course, these mythoses or these mythologies, you know, spread into like religions and different forms of spirituality and stuff like that. But the point is, is that before we had movies, we had storytelling. Okay, and you can learn a lot about a different culture or religions or tribes about what type of stories they tell each other around the campfire or around, you know, the sweat lodge or whatever you have the native americans who told stories about soaring eagles and bears and stuff like that and and really life embracing stories and same with like ancient paganistic religions like um germanic pagans who were kind of more more dark in a lot of ways which makes sense because if you look at where they're from which also goes back to like culture and environment and stuff like that you know like germanic pagans told very very dark and like uh dark mythologies they did a lot of sacrifices human sacrifices and you know because they were raised and they were Created within the Black Forest. And if you've ever seen the Black Forest in Germany, it could be a very spooky, eerie place. And then you have like the ancient Japanese and the Mongolians and, you know, the Africans. And you have all these different cultures arising within different environments. And you could see their mythologies changing depending on which environment they were uh, created in. And I always found that really, really fascinating that each mythology, essentially each movie, changes based on the culture. So you could tell a lot about a culture based on the stories that they tell each other around the fire. Are they happy? Are they sad? Are they life-denying? Are they life-embracing? You know, I always talk about how, like, you know, the Christian mythology is very life-denying, meaning that they're very, very focused on death, what happens after you die. You know, you you gotta conduct yourself in 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 a way so that you, when you die you can go on to heaven and stuff like that rather than just like embracing the moment embracing life and like life embracing like the native americans or like the ancient pagans and stuff like that norse pagans um and then i look at like the culture of you know modern america and it's very it has a very um it's very consumery it's very money oriented. they don't care about storytelling anymore they don't care about you know inspiring a culture they don't care about giving us a mythological representation of what we as men and women are capable of now let me give you a really really good example back in the early 2000s there was a a flurry of just fantastic phenomenal hyper inspiring movies um, like okay Braveheart perfect example William Wallace amazing writing amazing cinematography. Just amazing. I don't even know what movie Braveheart is. I want to say it's like 2000 and 2001. Let me actually Google that because this is going to be important. Braveheart movie date. What do you guys think? Oh my God. So it's actually 1995. So this movie was made two years after I was born. I was born in 93. And then you have movies like, I'm just thinking the ones that I really like, you have Gladiator, which is two thousands, literally the year. Yeah, two thousand. So I remember being in first grade when that movie first came out. Um, then you have like Apocalypto, which is two thousand and six, which is another fantastic movie that I really liked and stuff like that. But the point is, is like I remember watching these movies as a kid, and they were like their own mythologies to me. Like I remember looking at Braveheart, thinking I want to be like. William Wallace. I want to be a man that other men look up to. I want to be a warrior. And I remember, and like Marcus Aurelius from The Gladiator, and Lord of the Rings, and looking up to like Aragon and Legolas, and you know King Théoden and stuff like that. And you look at these people, and it's like you 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 have two audiences when they're watching movies, Or, or or rather when they're listening to this episode. They think, oh, it's just a movie. You know, why are you looking up to these fictional characters, or why are you looking up to these these um you know actors or whatever it is it's like well first of all you're not looking up to the actor you're looking up to the actor that you're looking up to the character that the actor is portraying okay So it's like, why look up to these people? Well, they are mythological representations, whether true or not, whether exaggerated, whatever, of what man is possibly capable of. And that's what I think cinema should go back to, is portraying what men should be striving for. That's the whole point of mythologies. That's the whole point of religion. That's the whole point of spirituality. It's all tied into one. And I remember watching, like I said, Gladiator, and watching Marcus Aurelius, and watching his journey through the Gladiator. I still watch that movie today. And I still get chills every time I watch the movie because it's so fucking amazing. It's so good. Watching this, you know, this Roman general end up getting put into like, you know, the um, the the gladiator ring, and he's forced to fight, and eventually kill the em- emperor. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen the movie, and I remember listening to the soundtrack and everything like that, and you really leave these movies with a deep awe and inspiration for life, understanding that there is. Probably more to yourself than you originally anticipated because you've seen it in somebody else. Humans always look up to other humans for the example. And that's what movies did at one point is that they set the example for you. These directors, they really, really wanted to inspire you. They really wanted to let you know that you are capable of more or that men have been capable of more. Now you look at what fucking Spider-Man. I get so cringed out when I see these men on like Instagram reels or like TikTok where... You know they dress up in spider-man costumes and, like run around new york city pretending they're spider-man i'm like bro you're like peter pan you know and it's like the whole marvel I, I i don't know it's like i i i enjoyed avengers endgame and i enjoyed those other movies but i only enjoyed it because they were flashy and the cinema or not cinematography but the cgi was like really impressive with facial recognition and stuff. So i didn't enjoy it because the story was particularly interesting you know what i mean I remember, and I often ask myself the question, it's a goofy question, I'll admit, and, you know, Star Wars fans can say the same about themselves, Uh, you know, they're going to ask themselves the same question, but it's like, what type of man would I be if Lord of the Rings had not existed? It's a really silly question. I mean, I don't think I would have been much different, maybe, but I remember sure as hell watching The Fellowship of the Ring with my dad and my brother. I don't even know if my mom and sister were there, but I remember being so inspired by the movie as a young Kim. And then as the years went on, you know, Two Towers came out and then Return of the King. And I remember literally crying in the movie theater. I was like, let's see what year did Return of the King came out, come out, return, return of the King year. Wow. 2003. Can you believe that? I had to been like, 10 years old yeah it was 2003 that is amazing that movie is still it still looks 10 times better than most of the movies produced nowadays and it is 10 times better produced than the movies nowadays but uh excuse my throat guys it's very difficult to talk but you know i remember watching these movies and really wanting to be like these characters and i even watch this movie today and you know sometimes when i'm feeling kind of like down and out when i'm when i'm feeling sorry for myself i'll watch these older movies like lord of the rings 1 through 3 um not really the hobbit the hobbit kind of sucked the hobbit reminded me of like marvel hero super movies they were just fucking garbage and cringe and then uh you know i'll watch movies like troy another fantastic movie but the point is is like cinema at one point really inspired us to be better than our current state and it's like yeah of course sometimes we'll never be able to be like Marcus Aurelius or William Wallace but at least we know that there were men out there that you know were at least kind of like that you know and there's like Warhammer Warhammer 40k universe where it's like people ask me why I love Warhammer so much it's not because of like the weapons are really neat and interesting it's not really because like the aesthetics even though I really do love the aesthetics it's because I love the storytelling I love seeing man placed within certain situations and scenarios like far off in the future in this case year 40,000 and seeing what they may possibly do within that realm and how they may possibly act what you're actually watching is and listening to when you're reading Warhammer or you're watching Warhammer Plus or watching Gladiator or Lord of the Rings is you're actually taking a peek into an alternate reality and I think that's what a lot of people really have forgotten when it comes to cinema is that movies and stories and books are alternate realities and if you understand consciousness and you understand like the projection of you know, your reality being that of one stemming from consciousness and imagination, then you can really look at a movie and say that it is completely real and that it is a alternate reality that you have the amazing gift to peer into. I always talk about how phenomenal it is that you can read a book. I'll use uh, this one in front of me, Legion. Um, well, it's a Warhammer book, really, really, really fantastic Warhammer 40k book, Legion. And you can sit there and you could read you could look at these tiny scribbles and they make noises within your head and they sounds a sound a certain way. And these sounds produced images and these images produce characters and feelings. And like, what the f what is reading? I always get so caught up on like the absolute gift that is reading and watching movies and when you sit inside of a movie and you actually partake in the act of watching a movie in a movie theater, it's like you're watching another world. You, you actually forget that you exist for a short period of time if you're enthralled within a really, really good movie. Same with a really good book. There's been times where I would read a really, really good book or listen to a good audiobook, and you just forget where you are. You forget where you are and you're kind of just like in that zone. Your, your psyche is taken and it's plopped into that realm and it's very strange a lot of people you know it's like you don't think about this but cinema is alternate realities because it's like if you understand feeling feeling being like a form of consciousness and its own reality and you're watching a movie about like resident evil or you're watching a movie about the green knight or a war movie or whatever it is and your heart starts pounding you start sweating it's like your brain feels like it's in the movie so it starts producing like adrenaline and stuff like that i mean yeah very rare cases has my adrenaline been popped in a movie if ever but the point is it's like If cinema and movies and other forms of like real media consumption can produce real emotions and real feelings, that in and of itself is its own form of reality. That's why what you consume is phenomenally important, phenomenally important. If you consume positive media like books and movies and music that really really inspire you what you're actually doing when you watch these movies is you're telling the universe that this is what i'm willing to give my attention to and this is how i want my world to form around me when you watch movies like lord of the rings like braveheart like even star wars okay you're telling the universe that i love these virtues that these characters are portraying and i want to embody these virtues you know, not always, but there is opportunities for you to kind of take a piece of that character and put it into yourself. That's the amazing part about being a human. Our minds are very, very liquid. They're very malleable. They're very, uh, they, they are very ready to absorb emotions and feelings around you. And I think that's one of the things that we're missing in modern Western culture is the embracing of cinematography and storytelling because if you understand that storytelling is a form of mythology and mythology is a form of consciousness then we will see fantastic movies being created once again but up until then guys you're getting spider-man you're getting fucking iron man you're getting hulk you're getting all these garbage movies that aren't really doing anything for you at the end of the day all right so i I found this kind of interesting of an episode to do because I really wanted to tie this episode into cinema, how it applies to culture, how it applies to your psyche. And I guess to summarize this episode, just know that what you consume is massively important to your reality, massively important to your consciousness, and I would be very, very careful about what you watch. Understand that each and every time you watch something, whether it's a YouTube video or a song or a music video, no matter what it is, that is actually helping you alter your realities within you within you. So there's this new channel that I found. It's called if you look on my Instagram story, I can't re- really remember the name. It's like Meta Cinema or something like that, but you could search this video right now. It's like meditating with Marcus Aurelius, meditating with Batman, meditating with Conan the Barbarian. And what this guy does—it's—it's genius—is that he actually takes the soundtrack and he slows it down. He adds some like nice naturey ambience behind it, and it's like an hour long. And you could put it in, and you could actually be like transported into that world. That's why I love listening to uh, soundtracks because I'm transported into that world. I can actually harness the energy that that movie has produced and i'm able to like adapt that into my own physiology like what what the fuck is so strange but uh look at i like do i sound crazy here do i sound am i the only one that does this i doubt it so look into um like just google or youtube search meditating with marcus aurelius and gladiator uh braveheart there's a few ones and really pay attention to how your mind changes like the world around you changes when you choose to listen to a different soundtrack. It's it's amazing, guys. I don't know. I guess I'm just in awe of life lately. And uh, I'm, I am I like to look at life through different mediums like movies and stuff like that. But um, yeah, nonetheless, guys, I have my daily quest up, which is to get one patron per day. So if you're listening to this um, outside of Patreon, uh, go ahead and join it. It's a dollar a month. It takes three minutes to sign up. You know, links are either going to be down below or in my bio. But Let me know what you guys thought of this episode. See ya.